you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Aurélien Mottier, and I'm here today with David Delaney from Tenbound. How are you doing today, David? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on the show. That's a pleasure. That's a pleasure. So today, the topic that we want to discuss with you, David, is the evolution of sales development. A topic that is really close to our heart, as you would uh, expect. But first, can you please introduce yourself as well as your company, Tenbound? Sure, absolutely. So I have been in and around the sales and marketing industry for going on way too long. I don't even want to say how long. A long time. <laughs> I came up um, through the ranks of selling sales training for a company called Achieve Global. And uh, we were selling the training um, and delivering it, taking it, just everything around sales training. And I had, you know, born and raised in the Bay Area. So I had always wanted to get into the tech industry. And I got my foot in the door at a company called Glassdoor, which since then has gone on to be a big success. But at that time, they were just starting to go to market. And uh, at the same time, you know, sales development was becoming a big industry with the advent of predictable revenue and, you know, the different tools that were coming online, especially Salesforce. So we started the initial sales development program at Glassdoor went on, started a few other successful sales development programs. And then about two years ago, started Sales Tenbound as a sales development uh, training and consulting firm to really help managers and reps to improve the performance of their sales development programs and, and also really act as like an industry analyst and understanding the overall industry and helping people to get a better handle on their sales development programs. And so over here at Tenbound, that's what we're doing. And um, we also do a big event, which is the Sales Development Conference, which just took place this past fall. And I'm recovering. It's been a couple months. So I'm full of- <laughs> and, uh, I remember meeting with you when you were in the, in the preparation of the event. And uh, yeah, it, it did look like quite a big piece to swallow. You know, it looks, if you do an event really well, it looks easy from the outside, yep. um, which is how it, how it should be a seamless experience for everybody involved. But yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into it and, you know, that we could talk more about, but um, yeah. it was a great experience and, and uh, it was a big success this year. So well, I'm, I'm glad you bring it up actually, because that's, that's my, uh, that's my next question. So the next question that I had for you is, is around the sales development conference that, that you run, you run in San Francisco. We had some great feedback from different people about the conference, but it would be really great if you could share with us a little bit more about what happened at the conference. Why did you set it up in first place? And why do you think it's so important for the future of sales development? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question. So just quick backstory. When I was looking at the landscape of starting a business a couple of years ago, you know, I kicked around some ideas about starting a software as a service company, you know, a tool to help sales development reps and managers to accelerate their progress. And I felt like, you know, that there's a lot of tools out there to support that, but there's not a lot of thought leadership around how to run a sales development program and how to train managers and reps and, you know, bring up the skill level. And so I really wanted to focus on that um, with Tenbound to be able to be more of a service business to help people who are already running sales development. And, you know, one of the ways to get the word out is to start to run events. I didn't have a big network. I didn't have a 
database or anything like that. And so we started with meetups, just quarterly meetups to get together and talk sales development management and you know the, the best practices for setting appointments and building pipeline. And, you know, it just eventually evolved into a conference. You know, I was sitting there one day and, and I just thought, you know, right now there's not an industry-wide conference that's 100% focused on sales development and what we do every day. And I felt like there's a need for up-leveling this profession and really getting some great research and advice and, and events in place. And so we went ahead and made a goal and did our first one in 2017. That's wonderful. Very, really good. So, and how many people did you have attending? What, what do you expect next year? How do you expect it to grow? I mean, obviously it was a start. And then I, I believe that the start was above and beyond your, your expectations. But do you expect the conference to go to grow further and further? I guess the answer is yes, but, but by how much? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first and foremost, it's it, the goal of the conference is to add value and help people to up-level their sales development profession, whether they're CEO trying to figure out how to build more pipeline, whether they're a manager on the sales or marketing side, or whether they're a rep. I mean, we're definitely, we don't talk much about 10bound there. It's not a user conference because we don't have any software. So we're really trying to make it a valuable experience for the people that come. And I think that philosophy will not change. So the first year, our goal was to get you know, maybe a hundred people and five or six vendors to help us to pay for the conference. We blew that out. We had 200 people, probably 12 vendors. We almost doubled it this year. We had 350 people and just as many vendors. We grew out of our current location at the Ritz-Carlton and we're looking for a venue right now. We're going to do it in the fall of 2019 again and shoot for 500 people. You know, I, I could see this happening in Austin, in Denver, in New York, you know, anywhere where people are obsessed (laughs) like me and you with how do we set appointments? How do we build pipeline? How do we generate revenue? You know, it could be really big. The sky's the limit. I mean, um, it's changing so fast. So yeah, we're really excited about it. I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant idea. As, As you rightly mentioned earlier on in the conversation, there is nothing like that. The moment there is a few groups there and there, but it's online. It's not really interactive, and I think people wants to meet with each other and exchange. We were really sad this year that we had some other commitment and could not come along ourselves. But rest in sure that next year you can count us in. So we're going to help you to push the number up and and potentially bring 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 more vendors as well as you know we, we probably would look at uh, at supporting you and getting things going. But if we can be a part of your success, we will definitely do whatever it takes to to accomplish that. At the conference, so again, you know, looking at it from the outset and, and, and kind of reading through, it seems that a lot has been talked about kind of a new function, which is a chief sales development officer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you please share with us what this role looks like and if you have seen it being implemented in any companies recently? Yeah, that is, it's really funny because this is something that I, I put in as part of my keynote speech and it got the biggest round of applause from everybody because I, I think that it was just a new concept and people were like, whoa, I mean, this really does have a future. We have a future in our career. We have a future in our industry to get a seat at the table. And whether that's called the chief sales development officer or something else, the way that I envision it is really a blending of 
the product-led approach, which you see at companies like Atlassian and Slack and Calendly and a, a number of uh, companies that lead with product mm-hmm. and, and then bring people through the pipeline in a really seamless way that's customer-centric mm-hmm. and, and brings them through to higher and higher closed one revenue. And so the reason I bring that up is because I think that the chief sales development officer should certainly have some viewpoint on how the product is developed, have some viewpoint on how the marketing is developed to support that product. And then, of course, how they go about moving people through the pipeline to the sales appointment and ultimately the closed one revenue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was a position that was thrown around a while ago. It was called the chief revenue officer. But most of them that I've worked with in my past um, were just basically focused on sales. And it was just a fancy title for a very high level, you know, EVP of sales. And when I think of the chief sales development officer, it's the whole gamut. I mean, it's really, if we want to really take it to the next level, it's blowing up the the different departments that we have right now and reorienting the entire go-to-market strategy around how to move people um, seamlessly through the pipeline and how to make that a great experience for the customer. So would you say it's about bringing sales development at the board level table? For sure. Definitely. I mean, I, I don't think that it can be because what you have right now is and it still happens. It's crazy because I've been around for a long time. And what w- what I hear and what I see is you've got the product folks, you know, building product based on customer feedback. Great. That's mm-hmm. perfect. And and then you've got the marketing folks who have a whole different amount, you know, a slide deck full of metrics that are not necessarily tied succinctly to the sales team. And so they could the and then the VP of sales is talking about, you know, how do we close the business that we have? And a lot of times they end up running campaigns completely separately from what marketing is doing. So mm-hmm. it's very it's this very disjointed old school way of setting up organizations. And, you know, it's time for a change, people. I mean, we got to like take a step back. I think we're just in almost like zombie mode of following exactly how go to market organizations are structured. And we're not really taking a step back and going, okay, what's going to take someone from completely disinterested and they have no idea who we are all the way through the funnel to a closed one deal? And then how do we scale that? And, And so, you know, it's kind of taking it back to formula, erase the chalkboard and start over. And, yeah. and the chief sales development officer would be, you know, pushing this forward. Uh, that's our field of uh, work. So uh, for, for us, it's almost common sense. But I think it's, it's the direction that it's taking anyway. And, and the reason why I'm saying that is because we see more and more, particularly at this time of the year, and there is lots of travel involved for our sales team and our operation team all across the world at the moment, because everybody is, pla- is planning for 2019. And, and while we, you know, we, we don't expect or we have a seat at the board table with our clients and participate to their board meeting, the level of information that we are asked to provide that will then be handled by a chief revenue officer, or as you mentioned, an EVP sales or, or the CMO, the, the marketing person, is, is getting more and more granular. And I think it's because people want to understand how they can build a scalable pipeline model. And at the end of the day, making a revenue is great. Making marketing campaigns is great. But there is that glue between sales and marketing, which is sales development from my perspective. And, and that function should be at the, at the boardroom table, should be challenging sales 
should be challenging marketing and should be trying to better what they are doing also themselves. But I do think that you really hit the nail on the head because it's I see it happening. At the moment, I think it's not been formalized, but we see our clients, executive team, board level team asking more and more information about, hey, what's that function, you know, that in that part of the office, in the corner there, the guys were a bit noisy. What, what do they actually do, you know? And uh, can we get them to do a bit more? Could they do more? How do we grow that? But, you know, they're kind of important to us because they're generating pipeline. And it would be good to get a bit more granular and try to see if we can find a formula or recipe to scale their success. So I personally think that it will happen. I think the fact that you bring it and, the fact that you do it through the conference is, is pretty cool because people will go away. You know, we are speaking about it today, which is fantastic, which means it's a nice little uh, pat on the back, I guess, for that, that concept of yours, which, which is relevant. But I just wanted to finalize on, on that sort of kind of note, which is the future. And I see, I see the function personally. I see the function of sales development. I have seen it already evolving drastically over the last few years because you've got technology. People are telling, are saying that prospects are changing the way they buy technology. Yeah, it's true. There is lots of dynamics that are changing around the function. But what are your views, shall I say, on the sales development roles evolving, moving forward? How can we stay ahead of the game as, as sales development professionals? Yeah, I'll start with the bad news. I think that under, oh, no. the, tradi- <laughs> under the traditional way, that we have it structured, it's going to get harder and harder. And I'll tell you why, because there's more and more noise out in the marketplace. Prospects are, are reached through multiple channels more and more. They're just kind of tuning out the traditional outreach and it's becoming harder and harder to stand out. And, and um, I think that anybody involved in sales development, especially you, <laughs> would, yep. would understand that, that you, know, you have to put a lot more time and money and focus on it to get the same result that we got maybe five years ago. So, mm-hmm. so that's the bad news. Um, it's just, that's just the way that things are changing. So now we've got to understand that it's getting harder to you know, get people's attention and get them to accept a meeting. And we have to adjust in order to accommodate that. So if we're working under the traditional model of do some marketing, generate some interest, or do some cold calling, generate interest, try to get people to sit down and take a 15-minute meeting and move them through. If we're doing that, then we have to become more careful and researched with the outreach that we're putting out. We the spam, you know, sending out massive numbers of emails and sending out massive numbers of phone calls, it just has a uh, diminishing return unless yep. you're in a very commoditized industry where you can hopefully catch somebody and make them change. So there has to be more research involved on the prospects and some kind of relevant messaging that makes them want to stop and you know take your call. So that's just table stakes. Everybody knows that already. But I think bigger picture and what I would challenge people to think about is how people buy things now. Look at how you buy things in your daily life. You know, there's, it's frictionless. You don't have to deal with a salesperson most of the time. And so with, when I talk about product-led growth, and I, I talk about this a lot with Liz Kane, who was at the conference, and she's really leading the charge on this, it's setting up your product in a way that makes it easy for people to get into the top of the funnel, and then bringing in the sales development folks 
to help them almost like a concierge, you know, help them through to understand all the different things that your product does and how you can continue the relationship and potentially have them upgrade and buy more. I think that if you're not thinking that way from a product perspective, there's a very good chance that you will get left behind. Mm-hmm. And and so the sales development industry also has to change to accommodate that. But I think that is the main thing. If If you're setting up your process that makes it difficult for prospects to engage with you and have to interrupt their day, you're going to be left behind because it's just not how people want to be approached. And it's not how we buy things anymore in 2018. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think it's also being part of the, the full process so in what you are saying. In, and if I was, if I was to read in between the line and, and put some words in your mouth, you're kind of describing the concept of account-based selling, account-based marketing, account-based everything, which is, you know, you've got to do your research, focus on your prospect. It's not about you. It's not about your product. And you need to be part of a process. You know, an account-based marketing campaign on its own may generate some results, but if it's not followed up by a sales development team, pushing the same message, pushing, pushing the same value, driving the call to actions, you know, prospect may receive something and may not respond to it. They may receive a letter, but they may not type the URL in their browser because they don't have the time. And even if they think about doing it and they've they've got the best intention to get in touch, the sales development role is, again, is that glue that can, at least in what we see, increase the return on the marketing campaigns and increase the return on account-based programs. So yeah, it, it, it does make a lot of sense. So David, we unfortunately will have to stop today. I think we will have to invite you again because I'm thinking... Through the conversation we're having today, I'm thinking about another 10 topics. And, and I know that when you and I meet for a coffee, we're always going and on, but we have to stop, unfortunately. But if any of our listeners would like to get in touch with you, they want to discuss their sales development team, potentially look at training, look at getting someone that can come and you know, bring that breath of fresh air and, and help them to over-exceed what they are already achieving. How can they get in touch with either yourself or your company in general, 10 bound? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. It's just T-E-N-B-O-N-D.com. And then there's a chat box on there, of course. You got to make it easy for people. And I'm usually the one on the chat. So I would love to hear from you. Of course, reach out. We can connect on LinkedIn, Twitter, all those various mediums. But yeah, the website's probably the best. So When is the next sales development conference? Do you have a date yet? Or do you have like a month that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So we're trying to fit it in right before the Oracle Open World, which is a huge conference. So we're looking at the week of September 9th, mm-hmm. uh, 2019, and we're just trying to narrow down the date here. So next time we talk, we'll have an exact date, we'll Good. have a location, and um, we'll be ready to rock and roll. Well, for all our listeners that are involved from close to far to, with, the, with the sales development function, we would really recommend that you mark your agenda and go and participate to the sales development conference organized by 10Bound at some point in September next year. Great. Well, that was fantastic to have you on the show today, David. I hope we're going to have the opportunity to speak again soon. But yeah, thank you again for, for taking the time to catch up with us today. Thank you. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale 
required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.